Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, everybody. It's Russ from My Hammers 11. I hope you're all safe and well. If you're new channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you're notified of any time we put new content on. Obviously, we have videos going up daily at the moment, um, but sometimes we go two, three times a day with so many great stories, great memories, and I wouldn't want you to miss any of them. Everyone is priceless. Everyone is brilliant. So make sure you hit that bell icon so you're notified of any um, the new content we put on. Got loads of great guests, loads of great fans, including today's fan. Um, you might have heard him. He's on a. He does the the was it spot spot the road player or the road player quiz. Yeah, the road player quiz. Yeah, yeah. From we are podcast. Oh, exactly. Yes. Um, yeah, it's Reese Bayless. Hi, Reese. How are you, man? Yeah, very well, mate. Self. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. How's I know it's horrible. How's lockdown treating you? Um. Yeah. So so. Not, it hasn't. Not a lot has changed. I'm still working. Yeah. Um. The other half's working as well. Still. So. Get to spend a bit of time with my boy at home, um, which has been good. He's only eighteen months old, so. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, it's you know, hopefully every day's getting a bit closer to becoming a bit more normal, shall we say? Whatever normal's going to be, isn't it? Yeah, and, whatever uh, the normal's yeah. going to be. Yeah. So, but yeah, apart from that, mate, it's you know, your videos are keeping me going. Oh, thank you. There's plenty good. of them. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's what it's good. If it were to be like that, it's got a bit mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at least it's keeping you keep me happy, which is good. And that's the whole point of it. You know, it's um, you know, as you said, it's it's, it's good fun. Um, it's it's great, and it gives me a good excuse to chat to West Ham fans all the time. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I could I could be next door watching EastEnders or whatever. <laughs> no, no, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, so obviously, you know, for you, Reese. You know, West Ham fan, where did it all begin for you? Why West Ham? Why was it your team? Um, do you know what, what? This is one of these questions that um, I never really got to the bottom of why I'm a West Ham fan. So all my family um, are Arsenal fans. I vaguely remember that my mum said to me, apparently, it was at the time my brother was being enrolled in being a junior gunner. Um, and she said to me, do you want to do it as well? And I said, no, I want to support West Ham. So that was about, I think I was about five. My first kit was 
around 87, 88, 88, 89, the Avco number. Yeah. Score line on the sleeve. Um, so, yeah, I don't... It, it, I think the weird thing is how I've ended up with people that I've become friends with over the years. It's one of them things that you... You know, I wonder if 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 I weren't a West Ham fan, Eric would have sort of totally ended up. I mean, there have been times, and I won't sort of I'll, I'll admit it that when Arsenal were going through a bit of a stage with all their trophies, <laughs> I sort of questioned it a couple of times. And you think yeah. to yourself, "Bloody hell!" Like, um, but yeah, I mean, I found out that my mum's dad, my granddad, uh, used to go and watch West Ham, even though he was an Arsenal fan. Um, I've had a few friends over the years do that. I think. I, because it was easy to get tickets and there was always sort of a group of people that would go. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, it was never really, it's one of them, one of them strange questions. I'd love to be able to go, yep, yeah, this was that, that and that. Yeah, yeah. My, my dad's not, you know, he, he's, he's football, but he's not, um, yeah. he's got a bit of a Welsh background, so he supports the Welsh side. Um so yeah, it was never just really through, just through osmosis. It just through, yeah, it weren't it weren't it for just being gets a into your skin. or anything like that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean that happens, isn't it? It's like you're right. It's like you know when you look back and think of things. It's like you know some people it's proximity, some people it's family, as you said, and for some people they just pick pick it up and pick the pick the team. You know, and it's. You know, I, I think of all the foreign-based hammers, you know, like um, like German Holt and Scandinavian hammers or some of the American hammers and, you know, where they, they just literally just picked West Ham um, and that was their team and they're fanatical about it. And it is what it is, you know, and that's, that's yeah. a great thing. Everyone has a different story why they come to it. Some people are really yeah, close ties. A lot of my friends, their dads were supporters or are supporters, yeah. so it was sort of natural for them. Um mm. Another friend of mine who come from literally outside West Ham, um, his dad actually supported Manchester United <clears throat> because of he, he liked George Best, but yeah. he's a West Ham fan. Um, he's someone that I've grown up a lot all my life with. And uh, yeah, as I say, I, <clears throat> it's just one of them things I don't know. I, I, I think it's, I think in the end, it's your local, and I wouldn't say this is the local side where we are, but a lot of Essex based. For you, it is, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's natural to be a West Ham fan, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Um, it does seem that way, doesn't it? It doesn't. It does seem, you know, like some places, like you know, where famously, obviously, United fans are all over the place. It does seem West Ham and Tottenham and Arsenal to some extent. It is quite territorial. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you know, if you're if you're sort of Edmonton, you're going to be that area. You're Tottenham fan. If you're sort of was it Islington, you're more like to be an. Uh, uh, an Arsenal fan, obviously, if you're in probably Essex and obviously East London, it's West Ham, and it seems to just sort itself out, you know, by by natural selection, so to speak. But, uh, yeah, but it's, it's, it's what it is. It's it, yeah, as I say, it, it's more. It's just mad. The friends that I've got made over the years with it is, you know, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. But yeah, yeah I do look back on it and think, do you know, <laughs> should I put my boy through it? It's one of them, he's, you know. Well, you know, you sort of have to now, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you know, the boy, you know, it, it, you've got to pass that that torture on to him. You know, it's like, I've done that to my daughter, although she's really, not really bothered by it at the moment. But um, she started the West Ham late. She's been to a couple of West Ham ladies games. That's not bad. You know, Rush Green's about five minutes away from us. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, you know, you've got, you've got a lineage now you have to keep now. Yeah, I mean, lineage. I think as well with a lot of my friends that have got kids as well, it'd be nice to do the next sort of stage. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. Sort of nephew, um, 
we went up to the friendly at the start last uh, of this season, isn't it? I suppose still. Yeah, so um, this season, yeah. And there was a few of us that went. My father-in-law, my brother-in-law, another one of my mates took his. Uh, two of my mates took their boys. So, oh, you know, it was nice to see they weren't interested in the game yeah. one bit. And like in typical West Ham fashion, we lost on penalties in the end. So it was like that's a good way to introduce it you. Is. To the- it is. I've I've seen some people whose first matches were like you know a six nil win against Sunderland or da, 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 da. but you're you're right. You, you've got them in the they they're already grounded if they've uh, if they've had a typical <laughs> yeah. West Ham result. Yeah. They? But uh, <laughs> so uh, so obviously you know as, as you know you've been been a fan for a long time really. Um, there must be some some memories that stick out that you know really fond memories of. Of West, that doesn't have to be a match. You know, it could be uh, meeting players. You've done the with your book. Who's who? Yeah, I mean, I, my first game was in nineteen ninety one season. Yeah, um, it was actually the last game of the season against Notts County when we should have won the title. Um, now I've got no. Again, it, it was a friend of me, Dad, a fellow called John, that took me and my brother, and it was one of them things that it, it, it the whole. Game sort of just bypassed me. Yeah. The only thing I remember was Georgie Parry scored for us to make it 1 2. Um, and my dad's mate just picked me up and just chucked me in here and shook me, sort of thing. And, and then I just remember everyone else running on the pitch. I was in the chicken run upper um, and just looking at the everyone on the pitch. And, and it was sort of like it filtered through then. We hadn't won the league. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was only eight years old then, but um, from that side of things, it wasn't really until the 92-93 season that I started going regular. Yeah. Um, and I hold that season in, in like high regard, mm-hmm. especially the team we had. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? I still, now and again, I always dig out the season review of that season, Premier Bound, I think it was called on the VHS. And uh, that's when I started really getting into it. Yeah. Um, just going into senior school as well. And then after that, it was trying to do as many games as I could um, before getting my first season ticket in um, 1998. So there's been, I don't know, best... I don't, it's difficult to say, really. Yes. I, I, you know, I'd go along the lines of probably the 92-93 season. Yeah. Um, the 98-99 season, when I did have my first season, so it was a brilliant season. Yeah, um, did well there, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I, you know, it, it's very much, you say about meeting players and things like that. I think, I think just being able to have that opportunity to meet players, mm. um, when we used to be young to go and things like that, I used to be able to stand outside the West Stand when the players turned yeah. up or it was fenced off and things like that. So, yeah, I'd, I'd, cool, I'd, I'd I don't think I'd be able to nail it down to one. <laughs> um, I think we've been through every sort of emotion as a fan. Uh, very much so. You know, and I, I, granted, I suppose we're never going to win the league. I was too, I was only a couple of years old when 85, yeah. 86 happened. Nice. Um, it's, yeah, I, I, I just, everything about it going up there, the people that I've met, mm. even from just going to West Ham, that... I hardly see, but I would still call a friend. Yeah, um, you know them sort of things, and yeah. it, it, it just from going from the bits of driving up to then being able to get a train up on my own. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, it, it's 
all them bits that sort it's of milestones, isn't it? It's yeah, milestones in I've, life. I've sort of stuck with me as I've grown up. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, every, every, in all honesty, every game that I've been to is, you know, I'm lucky that I've been able to go to the amount of games that I did. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, and, you, and, you, you, and, and you're right as well, you know, you're right what you say about, it's more about the experience, you know, and, and it is, you know, the friends you've made, as you said, that, you know, that famous, you know, West Ham family, West Ham community, I know we all sort of gabble on about it, but it's true, and, you know, and, the whole this whole thing we're doing now you know this is the, you know we wouldn't have spoken together you know ever before you know and and you know and and it's the same with me you know lots of people i've met in the last four weeks you know um doing this have become good friends you know and yeah. it's it's weird isn't it it's weird it's like just yeah i think you know the the, the, I know a lot of people go on about it, but obviously leaving Upton Park was a big, I think yep. looking back on it now, was such a big part of the people that you used to see, Martin yeah. C, that you had on um, last week. I moved to the West Stand in 2003 for my season ticket, and uh, he used to sit behind me um, mm. with another couple of geezers, Webby, and um, I think his name was uh, Johnny, I think. And, uh, you know, it was always, I wouldn't, talk to him outside of it because Facebook and things like that weren't kicking off as much as they are now. And, but whenever I see him, it's, you know, all of them, it's brilliant. Cause yeah. you know, we had so many good laughs over the years. Um, we did go for a stage when I got to about sort of 2021 where you'd watch the first half, you'd go downstairs at half time for a couple of beers. Sometimes didn't go back up to my seat, depending on what the game was when we were in the championship the ear vouch for that as well. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, it's, they're the things that I, I sort of, that I love about it. Yeah. I love going to Upton Park. I mean, you know, going to the new stadium, there's no, I didn't have a problem with it at the time. I still haven't really. It's, no. it, you know, it's it gives you the opportunity for new people to go that, exactly. that haven't gone. So it's, it's just uh, something's been taken away from that. No, I understand that. They're yeah, I understand that. Things. And I'm obviously not sitting, not sitting near them, them yeah, people yeah. anymore. Well, so. No, I know what you mean. But, you know, it's, it's, for, it's for your boy, isn't it? It's for, if that, it's for the next generation. It's horrible to think of that, but it's their, their generation, isn't it? It's like my, my daughter, she should never know West Ham played at Upton Park. Um, it's all about London Stadium, you know, and yeah. that's what she knows. And it is weird and it was strange. And you've got to think, you know, if we were there for... I know, night hundred years, something like that, at the, at the old gaff, and so it's going to take time to, to, to sort of There was people that went a lot of, long before we went, you yeah. know. So it's, you know, I only really started going once it had got to all seater. Yeah, so, really, yeah, ninety two, ninety three, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? The people that would talk about the old chicken run, um, yeah. standing on the north and the south bank, I never really got to do anything nah, like that. No, no, no. Times no. I'd go, I'd be, we'd be in the chicken run, so. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I'd say far too many memories to, to ever pick one. No, of know. course, of it's course. And that's, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, it, and it, it's one of those things where, you know, uh, random things keep popping in my head now. So like, you know, cause talking to people and they'll be talking about something and it just gets me on a tangent off. Oh God, I haven't thought about that for about, I don't know. 20 years you know it's like that that match or that goal or that player you know and, yeah. and it's like jesus god it's like you know when uh when i um 
and we interviewed and interviewed Pete Butler, and because I was like more starstruck than Peter Butler than like you know TC or anything like that, because he was the first player I actually met, um, yeah. physically met, and it was as I said they used to do birthday parties, the Junior Hammers used to do birthday parties, and you know in a little school next door to the ground, yeah. and a player would turn up. Yeah, you know, that, that would never happen nowadays. You know, you wouldn't get I don't know, Anderson or Sebastian Haller turn up to <laughs> our adventure house for you know for a meet and greet. You know, it just wouldn't happen yeah. anymore now. Um, and yeah, I forget. You know, they talk about players, and you're like, oh god, yeah, I forgot about him. And I forgot about him, and I'm I'm desperately trying to find the most obscure players to get on the get I, on the channel I think now. Doing that, uh, doing the quiz for the lads, yeah, uh, on the podcast. It's you're right with that. You so I'll be, I'll, it wouldn't take long, but. I'll just have a little bit of uh, research on it. And you're right. You look at some of the players and you think, blimey, like, how did he play for us? But then you're right. You'll, you'll, you'll think about a game and you'll go, oh, yeah, I remember being at that game. Yeah. And, and like... something could just crop up out of out of the blue. Something on, um, I think it was about two or three weeks ago on Twitter about, um, we beat Middlesbrough in uh, 98-99 season, 4-0, yeah. uh, last yeah. game of the season. And a good friend of mine, Glenn, he used to do, he used to work for Feeler. Um, so he'd, you know, show the kits and all that. And I always remember the, they had four, like, muscle men in each corner of the ground. And we were doing a world record attempt with blown bubbles. But instead of trying to, people trying to blow them, they were just throwing a lot of bubbles at these blokes. And these blokes have got to just stand there all like, just looking <laughs> really, like, hard as such. You know what I mean? And... They're, they're the stupid things that you remember, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, and the, it just and it, yeah, you're right. It's just our. So, I mean, for you doing this now, you must, be, you know, your brain must be an overdrive of stuff. Can't blind me. Yeah, I remember that. I remember well, this. I, I make I make so many notes because I'm talking to people and they'll say, it, and that's what I'm always doing. I'm always making notes because someone will say something and I go, shit, yeah, Titi Kamara, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Let's get him on, you know. Harita Alunga, let's get him on. You know, it's like Guillermo Franco, he's in. Elan, yeah. he's in. Um, and uh, and yeah, it's 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 brilliant. It's actually brilliant. And people remember things that I don't remember. Uh, and I was there, you know. Like, oh yeah, God, I forgot that game, and and vice versa. Right, let's go into your eleven, Reese. I think it's gonna be a good one. Um, obviously, we we're doing this the Hammers eleven. Um, try and keep it to a four four two. The only rule is you have to be alive to a scene on play. That's yeah. it. That's it, nice and simple. Um, so for you, because I know you've been very very vocal on Twitter with, with Evans. <laughs> it's so, only just trying so, to help and start, get some so, help with it because I've started so, off yeah. with about 500 players. So, so, so no fucking pressure. <laughs> TV, so, yeah. Okay, who's going to be in goal for the Bayless 11? Um, there's only one choice for me. I think over the years we've been, we've been quite lucky with goalkeepers yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in terms of... You know, unfortunately, I didn't see Phil Parks play. Um, met him a few times. Lovely fella. Um, obviously, Rob Green, um, another player that would win you more points than mm. you'd lose them, if you know what I mean, for errors. Yep. Love Shaka when he was there. Uh, but for me, Ludo is the uh, is my goalkeeper in this. Thank you, man. Um, yeah, just A, the size of him. Um, yeah. when he come from a, everything about him was just I, I couldn't I couldn't really just believe when we'd signed someone like that because foreigners were quite like I'd say they were they were quite rare over here yeah. at the time um, but every time I see him play he was unbelievable he'd have the odd clanger like everyone would um, 
but he would. It was just always the way he'd get the ball in his hands. And again, I tried it as a kid. I weren't a goalkeeper. He always done like a funny kick. Harry pulled the ball the behind his legs. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember trying it, and I thought, how the bloody hell does he do that? Do you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. and little things like that. But um, the performance that he put in against Manchester United that year. Um, the performances in yeah. that 92-93 season. Um, he was just, for me, absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Absolutely unbelievable. And, I, and I, you know, I think he'll probably crop up in a lot of people's 11s that, a bit like me and yourself, that have gone just after that period in the 80s. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, you're right. We were, we were, you know, I mean, we were, we were spoiled for keepers, you think. You know, you, know, you see Greeno, you had Shaka, you had David James. Yeah, you had you know we had we had three England goalkeepers, we had Joe Hart yeah. as well, yeah. and Fab now you know and yeah. um, I think it's always been a position that um, we've been lucky as I say we have been lucky with we have never really broken the bank to get a goalkeeper and it was yeah. really just David James for me that I was a bit like cool how, how have we signed David James sort of thing but yeah. you know Shaka he was brilliant Shaka I remember the FA Cup went up at Man United. He was mm. brilliant at that. Had a really bad leg. Obviously, Rob Green at Arsenal. Yes. In the Great Escape season. So they've all they've all done their bit. Um, but for me, Ludo. Ludo. Yeah. Loopy Ludo, as my granddad used to call him. Loopy <laughs> Ludo. God rest his soul. Right, we'll put Ludo in. Let's go, let's go left back. I can probably guess your left back, Reese knowing. Yeah, only one person. Yeah, uh, yep. Yeah. Raz Van Rats. My yeah, um, my absolute hero, yeah, best West Ham player ever for me. Sure, um, Julian Dix. Yeah, no, I, no two ways about it. The, the, the times I've met him, and I am still to this day, I still get nervous if I see him. It's it's weird. It's weird, and it's he true. he only used to live around the corner from where I live. And, yeah, uh, he'd be spotted in the local ASDA. Um, but of course, I'm the only person in Wood, like where I live, that hasn't seen him. You yeah. know, and I don't know what I'd do if I was walking down one of the aisles and he's he's sort of there. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah. Um, as a player, um, aggression. Um, I know that was probably the main part of his game, but his actual footballing ability was superb. Yeah, very true. Very true. And I think the link up with Ludo, Ludo getting his hands stick it out to Dixie, you know, and he'd look at, and that, that's the thing, I think it, it overshadowed a little bit with his aggression and his, mm. his his track record for yellow cards and things like that, which sort of filtered off in the last part of his career at West Ham. Definitely, End. yeah. Um, but for ball playing and things like that, and obviously we were always a better side when he was in the side, you know. And yeah. I, I, I think it's, again, he'd be another player that, I'd say ninety-five percent of people would probably have in their side. Yeah, you know, yeah. He, he he was a great captain. Um, mm. Scored the goals when you needed, you know, the goals that he used to score from like corners and things like that, regardless yeah, of the like penalties. Yeah. yeah, and his long-range shots and things like that. But you know, you hear it all the time from the ex-players that have played with him yeah. about he warming up and things like that. But yeah. you know, come three o'clock, you know, that he he will be. 100% and yeah. also he knew what made the crowd tick yeah 
That's you true. Know, it is true. And that's why everyone loves him. You know, yeah. I mean, if you're going wrong at West Ham, someone can put a tackle in and all of a sudden the crowd are lively again. So, yeah, um, yeah for me, there's no... No, we've, had exactly. couple, we've had a couple of good left backs over yeah again years. left backs not been a bad position you know for us I yeah. mean obviously Julian uh, uh, you know I mean Cress you know he's, he's you know I think he's a, he, particularly when he joined when he joined from Ipswich yeah. he was like brilliant for us and even like you know even like the Ilungas of this world and stuff still did a job yeah. for us innit and it's like I, I don't think, think yeah go on sorry I think the consistency has been the the problem with a yeah. lot of the left backs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I rated David Burrows when we had him. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. When he come down for that that season and a bit. Um, unfortunately, players like Scott Minto when he come in because he had to replace Dixie. He didn't. I remember his debut. I think it was against. It was either against Arsenal or Sheffield Wednesday, and we got stuff four 0 Yeah, terrible. But he ended up being okay. It was nice to have Stuart Pearce at the club. Yeah, definitely. Well, very solid when he was there. Um, but yeah, apart from that, no, uh, no yeah. contest. All right, sounds good. Right, put Jules in. Let's go. Let's go right back then, Reese. Who are we going to have right back for you, man? Right. So he didn't always play right back. He was more of a right centre half. But yeah. I rated him when we had him, um, and that was Ian Pearce. Pierce, yeah, good shout. Um, now he played a couple of games at right wing back. Um, Remember one on Sky and he scored, thoroughly deserved to score. Um, but he was just, for me, a very, very solid defender, mm. good goal threat. I mean, fair play to him. He got a few games up front in the road of season when we went down. But a pretty good servant for the club. Um, and, yeah, he, he just, for me, he was nice and solid. Mm. Um so, yeah, so he was going to... But, I mean, shout-out to Timmy Breaker after, you know, after, after obviously seeing your video with him. Yeah. Um, he was he was a great player as well. He was, he was. And, again, going back for the old series <coughs> videos, again, I, as I said to him in the video, I, I, I don't, didn't appreciate him at the time, I don't think. Uh, and he was a solid player, really solid, really yeah, consistent. Uh, again, though, I don't, right-back's always, for me, been a bit of a... A, a position where we never tend, tend to spend money. Um, no. You know, obviously, Glenn Johnson sort of came, came and went. Um, I rated Lucas Neal when we had him. He was a good captain. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, for me, Ian Pearce. Yeah, no, Pierce. good shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I Pierce Ian, Ian Pearce in my team. Because, um, yeah, I thought he was, I thought he was good. Um, yeah, no, you're right. I think for, we tended to do that, didn't we? We get loans in. So, Jenkinson's was on for us a bit we had obviously Tompkins went right back for a bit didn't he it's almost like the makeshift um no sort of specialist where we had on the left we had like a specialist left back then we had Julian or Chris yeah. or something like that yeah right, I put Ian Pearson let's go centre backs then Reese. who's your first centre uh, first one again I think he'd be in a lot of people's is Rio Ferdinand yeah. um, unbelievable talent um, I know the word Rolls Royce gets mentioned a lot with him but uh, the first part of his career when he come in um, to come in at the end of that 96-97 season mm. and to take to how he did um, was was brilliant. Um, he was one of them players, Rio. He, obviously, he's very good at bringing a ball out from the back. Um, never seemed to make a tackle. 
like not being, mm. not having a go. You know, he could read the game so well and things like that. And I always thought he might end up as a bit of a holding midfielder. Yeah. Honestly, because of how he played with the, how he's, like he used to be able to distribute the ball. But obviously mm. his game changed a lot when he left West Ham. Um, but for me, he was just, he, you know, he'd never get out of first gear. If he made a mistake, he would always, he would always be straight there to clear yeah. it up. Um, so again, for me, that was, I've got five or six players that are pretty much, that was no problem putting them in. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. he was another one. So yeah, definitely having Rio. Right, Rio's in, Rio's in. Uh, and to partner Rio will be Slab and Billich. Um, yep. Again, I think it's, it's when, again, when he come over, it was just a sort of a, a breath of fresh air as, mm. a, as a player. He was brilliant. Absolutely like a lunatic. Brilliant player. Yeah. Um, made me really like the Croatian national side. I remember buying a blooming shirt, actually, thinking about it now. Um, it was quite a cool shirt, wasn't it? It's like a yeah, yeah. Like it was, um, it was when a cool they were in Euro 96 as well. And yeah. so he... It's a weird one with Billich. Obviously, I remember when he came out and said that he was going to leave... Mm. But he was going to stay till the end of the season to help us out, and then he obviously left. And he didn't really get—I don't know—it's a weird, you know. Obviously, when he came back as manager, there was no. I remember a few people questioning it, saying, "Oh, if this was Paul Wintz or something like that." But for me, every time he played, he gave—he gave his all. Yeah. Uh, superb defender. You mm. could see he got on with all of the back four. They all knew what he was going to do and things yeah. like that. So. And also, just for when he come back to the club for the, the you know the season that he give us the last one at Upton Park. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, he was a good, and he just seemed such a fanatical. You know, there's some people, some players, and some managers who are just fanatics of the game, and you know, he just you could tell he just loved football. You know, he just yeah. loved. Yeah, the players, the crowd. And yeah, some people don't seem to enjoy it, but he probably, yeah, when we lose it, he probably didn't enjoy it. But he seemed to really have this passion for football yeah. and it was infectious, you know, seeing him on the touchline and stuff. And, you know, when he's bawling his eyes out the last game in the bowling. And it's, you know, I think you need that in a manager. You know, we've had the quiet people, you've had the, you know, the Grants and the Pellegrinis and they sit there and they're quiet. But I quite like the the Nutters. I like the Pardews. I like, you know, Harry's. I like even Moisey with, with Kevin. Yeah. You know, they're brilliant. They're quite funny duo together you watch on the touchline. And I just think it exuberates the team if the manager's really into the game. And and um, Slav epitomised that. And obviously he's doing a good yeah, job. I think he, he just... It, I think with a lot of West Ham fans, it's you want to have that connection with the, yeah. you know, the connection with the players, as I was saying earlier, has probably gone a little bit different these days. But to still have that with a manager, mm. um, and he knew, you know, he knew that last season, it was a it was a big risk in my opinion to have not a risk actually because obviously had a dice going and things like that, but to come in for that last season and yeah, deliver what right. he. Um, and ultimately, he knew that what the fans wanted. So mm. it's a shame how it ended up. Um, you know, I, d- I don't think he'd probably say a bad word about the club. I don't know how he got on with the owners and things like that in the end. But, you know, for me, he was a fantastic player as well. But yeah. I picked him along the basis of for what he'd done as well. Um, yeah. 
A good shout. You know, people like the close runners was probably Alvin Martin. Always a great player. Yeah, uh, but we, but like in our era, he was coming to the end, wasn't he? Really, so. Yeah. You probably didn't see him in his in his prime. Um, so that's and that's what's great about this whole series is people see players in different prime, different eras. And so, yeah, we didn't see Alvin really in his prime. He was, yeah. you know, he was towards the end. So, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously Slav and Rio and Ian Pierce, and that was sort of our era, really. So um, we'll put Slav in. Yep, Slav's in. He, that's the back four. Let's go midfield then, Reese. Let's go left midfield. Who do we have left midfield? Uh, left midfield. Now, if I could have tinkered my formation, <laughs> um, that's why I did ask you about if it was going to be 4 4 2. But for me, it's the, uh, probably one of the best players I've ever seen live at West Ham, and that was Ile Berkovic. Yeah. Um, now, I wouldn't say he was an unknown when we got him. I know obviously we got him from Southampton. Um, but when he first come in, what an unbelievable player. Mm. And I, st- I still say this to this day, he's, he's very yeah. close to being the best player I've seen at West Ham. Mm. Um, he was just, he would be perfect for narrow days football. Yeah. You know, and you think yeah. we're talking best part of 20 years ago that he was yeah. at a club. So he's link up play. He, you know, he chipped in with goals. Um, and yeah, I, I, I was surprised, obviously, when he left, but we'd got Di Canio in, I suppose. And it was at the time when the club was, we were always making a bit of money, weren't we? You know, yeah. Harry, yeah, I think we only paid just over a mil for him, didn't we? And we got yeah, about right. five yeah. million back for him. So, yeah. you know, that, that side of things, I understand why he left, but absolutely unbelievable player. Yeah. No, he was. He was a good. He was a great player, and I, I, I agree. And again, looking back for those end of season reviews, you know, the amount of setups. And we've had John on the John on the on the channel. The amount of setups John Artson got. You know, he picked he, he picked Diaw and his in his team as well because he said yeah. I want to score half as many goals if it weren't for him no. um, that season. But uh, no, it was good. I thought, yeah, it was a great player. Really tricky. Um, and you're right. He would have been. I mean, you know, we, we cry out for that number ten role at the moment, don't we? Sort of that. You know, we we're so inconsistent whether it's going to be Lanzini or Fornells or you know Berkovic would have put in so many little through balls for Haller and Antonio and stuff like that, wouldn't he? It would have been absolutely brilliant. He just he was a player that what I liked about him as soon as he got the ball, he would turn and look forward. Yeah, there's no, you know, we have that a lot now, and it does frustrate me when we get into certain positions and they do yeah. the old. Let's just turn back and Keep by that time yeah. the defenders are back, and mm. every time he got the ball. A bit in, in fairness, I mean, Payet was close as yeah. such, but every time Berkovic got the ball, you felt something was going to happen. happen. Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. Right, we'll put Yal in. Uh, let's let's go. Let's go right midfield then, the other side. Um, Trevor Sinclair. Yep. Again, no brainer for me. Fantastic player when he signed. Mm. Uh, full of absolutely full of energy. Again, would fit in today. He's a bit like Antonio, I suppose. Yeah. Um, knew where the goal was. Worked hard for the team, um, and also I think it it was something that I was. It was on the telly earlier about uh, England, and you don't really think back to think that he got in that World Cup squad. No. I know obviously a couple of people got injured, but that was a testament for him as well because mm. he'd been at the club sort of three or four years then. Um, and he, he, I would I'd assume he'd say that he played his best football at West Ham. Um, 
he just he, and he was another one. He wouldn't he wouldn't sort of score a normal goal, would he? No, no, he wouldn't do a tapping, would he? Really, yeah, you know, one of one of the best goals for me that he scored. We beat Spurs at home in uh, 98-99 and his second goal. And I remember Ginola would give him the run around all game. Yeah, he scored two goals and we beat him. And you know, it's. Uh, he was just, he was so hard working. That's what I liked about him. Yeah. Fair play, he, he got to represent his country and doing it playing for West Ham. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often for us, that's, that's for sure. No, so, yeah, well, no. Uh, yeah, Tricky Trev. Tricky Trev's in good shout. Okay, let's go. Let's go centre mids then. Who's your first centre midfielder then? Uh, Ian Bishop. Bishop Bosch. Again, what a lot of people have said on Mirror about his, his technical ability as yeah. a footballer, two footed. Made it look easy. Um, very surprised he never got to play for England mm. um, at the time. Uh, it's just one of them. He just made it look easy. Yeah. And a great haircut as well. That's got to be said. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely, yeah. Um, Still so, got it. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he just, everything he'd done is passing. Um, again, I think he, he will probably be in the majority of people's teams. Mm. Uh, I know obviously he said he don't like picking his players does he so no. which is fair enough but fair he's enough. another one he seems like an absolute genuine fella yeah it sort of goes goes with, uh, goes with what you assume of him don't you as well that yeah. he was like you know and uh, yeah it took a bit of coaxing to get him on because he's like I don't want to sing out here but I said look don't worry no one cares everyone's listening to your stories <laughs> no one cares about your 11 you know for you it's like that's a fan thing really but um, yeah no he's he was uh, and again you know thinking I'd, what he would be in the West Ham team now, you know what I mean? Again, like Berkovich, you know, a lot of these players, you know, a Taylor, I mean, Bish was a little bit ahead of his time, I'd say, you know, in terms of yeah. the way he played, you know, he reminds yeah. me of a David Silva type character. Do you know what I mean? Just elegant, really elegant player yeah. would pop up for goals, but more the, the sort of the playmaker. Um, oh yeah, we'd, you know, we'd, we'd be settled if you had Bishop and Berkovich. In, in the yeah, I mean, I, th- I think nowadays, you know, the majority of players could play. They'd have to change their game a little bit, but yeah. he would go straight into a side. Yeah. You know, I remember Mark Noble's testimonial when he when he played, and he put a ball in for Ashton to do that scissor kick, didn't he? Yeah, and you, yeah. you know, obviously I don't know how old Bish is now, but even just being able to put a ball in like that still, and you think he was doing that, yeah, best part of thirty years ago. Yeah, yeah, no, twenty five yeah. years ago for West Ham. So he was another one. Loved loved watching him. Loved watching Bish play, yeah. and again, and again, you, you know, you said about approaching, being you know, players, letting fans approach them and stuff. You know, he's he was just a, a great character, and he was a you know, as you said, love comes across so genuine in everything, everything he does with the interaction on Twitter and stuff. Yeah. And it's like it's like you know, when you get like when you get like a like from like a player, like one of your boyhood period. It's it's like the old school sort of autograph, really, isn't it? Now yeah. it's like, oh my god, he liked my post. It's like yeah. it's just like I've, getting a, an autograph, you know. I've got no idea why, but he follows me on Twitter for some reason. <laughs> never, never, never know why. So, uh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I must have been. I probably used to send him random messages or something like that yeah. a few years ago when it first started. But um, yeah, proper, proper good player. Proper yeah. good player. No, I love Bish. Okay, who's Bish going to um, partner in the middle then, Reese? Well, it was out of four or five players, but the player I've picked is because I've got a story about him. Okay. So, um, it was between Martin Allen, uh, Scotty Parker, yeah. Mark Noble, yeah. um, Joey Cole, 
I'd like to have tried to get him in there, but unfortunately I couldn't. But the person it's going to be is John Moncur. Good chap. Um, now, again, technically, when we signed him, such a good player, both footed, yeah. loved the tackle. Um, every Again, he just he epitomised what we wanted at the club. He was tough tackling, would get goals. He was all over the pitch. You know, obviously his famous song about him. Um, but the main reason why he's in there, um, it was about 1998, I think it was, and I'd had a day off school to go to Chad Relief with yeah. one of my mates um, and his mum. So it we weren't busy, um, absolutely tipping it down with rain. Uh, pitches were terrible. Yeah. Um, Frank Lampard Senior's come out and he said, there was only about six to seven people over there, and he said, if you want to come over and watch, they were training right over the back by the bushes before the school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next thing, um, John Moncur's come running out of the one of the doors, nothing on. He had paint, he had the white, the paint that they paint the lines with in his hair. And he just had a pair of Puma Kings on (laughs) with these big tongues. He just come running out, belted a ball and was just screaming, absolutely screaming. And he just went done like a slide um, because he'd had no, there was apparently no kit for him. And I remember, I remember just saw Frank, I remember looking at Frank Lampard and he was a bit like, I can't believe he's just done that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, the stories you hear about him, but it was just one of them weird ones. I think I heard someone, I don't know whether it was Jermaine Defoe or a couple of years ago, I heard someone say about it and it was like, I was there for that. Brilliant. And it's crazy how, how sort of it sticks with me. But um, the, the fella I went with, you asking me to say exactly the same, it was just yeah. so out of the blue. But also, going back to it, he was he was a very, very good player. He um, was. He was a very good player. You know, Towards the end of his, his career at West Ham was a bit, it weren't a bit laugh and joking, but, you know, he'd come on, he'd get a book in. And I remember a couple of games where he'd be shadowing the linesman and he'd put yeah, yeah. the shorts down. Yeah, remember that. You know, things like that. So, again, a, a character that you you probably won't see again in football. No. Uh, and again, the, the couple of times I've met him, he's got, you know, he's got nothing but time for you. And, mm. uh you know, that's always the thing that I like when, when they're like that. So, No, you're right. Yeah, it's a good yeah, shout. So we're having ambition there, mate. Yeah, the old, the old boys there. Yeah, no, it's a good shout. And no, I love monks. Right, we'll get Johnny in. Okay, let's go up front then. Reese, who's your first striker, man? Um, I'll put Paolo Di Canio in. Yeah. Again, he'll be in, I'd say, 95% of people's teams. Yeah, it? yeah. Um, uh, again, what a player. He just... Mm. When he arrived, um, it was very much you could see he was unfit. But within a couple of games, you just thought to yourself, "Blimey, he's got something about him." Yeah, I, I didn't really—I knew about him at Celtic, but I didn't. Re- the Sheffield Wednesday thing—I didn't really know. I know obviously what happened at Sheffield Wednesday with him, but yeah, in terms of like goal scoring and things like that, I didn't really. I don't really on, yeah. as a kid being, "Oh yeah, Decanio this, Decanio that." Yeah, yeah, definitely, but. Once he got fit, um, and that second season after, you know, when the when we got into the Intertoto and yeah. them couple of years, he he'd win games on his own. That the Arsenal yeah. game was a standout. Yeah. Um, that one two one just in that go, regardless of the goal of the season one, but you know, the amount of games that he won for us, mm. 
Near your take, and he, right. he's absolutely, he's another one, he loves the club and he's absolutely off his head. <laughs> so, he's, you there, know. It, there's a theme there, isn't there? Pl- yeah. Players being absolute nutters but loving the club, you know. It's yeah. like, there's, it's there's, you have to be, I think. It's just a bit, it's another one of them, I think it's a bit sort of sour how he left the club. Um, mm. I don't know whether or not he got offered a new deal or not. I know we'd obviously been relegated, so, but yeah, he just, he he was, you know, you'd read, I think it was, I don't know, Harry Redknapp's autobiography or something like that, about him training and things like that, and he'd say he's got to train like he's in a World Cup final, and you can imagine with some of the players we had then when we had people like Razor Ruddock and people like, uh, you know, if Johnny Moncur and all that, and yeah. I, bet he, I bet he'd send him balmy sometimes, but you know, he, he was another one. If he was in the side, <clears throat> typically we were a hundred times better. And also yeah. he would bring on, I say this, whatever level you play at football, but he would bring on players because of how good he mm, was. Mm. Yeah, not you mean. You know, and uh, it, it pleasure to watch. Absolute yeah. pleasure to watch at West Ham. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. And everything... Agreed everything you said there. No, totally. And you're right. He was, well, he's, he's just like, you know, he, he was, he was just like, you know, you got to think in, in that era, he was not only at West Ham, but I think, you know, in the Premier League, he was one of the most entertaining players in the Premier League. And again, it doesn't happen very often that West Ham have the, the box office hit, you know, the, yeah. the, the big showman, the greatest showman, you know, that type of thing. But it doesn't usually happen at West Ham. It's a couple of times, obviously. Uh, obviously, Di Canio. See, I get so excited about Di Canio, not my mic over. Um, <laughs> Di Canio, Payet. These were you know, two or three times we've had like the player, um, and and he was he was just brilliant, wasn't he? Um, and I just thought, yeah, he's and again, you know, he loves the club, and you know, I think I always mention um, Nick, when I interviewed Nicky Hawkins from West Ham Fan TV. And he had a story which, which just epitomises him. They were doing, you know, these sort of pre, these match, you know, these sort of player events where the player comes on, and he gets Q and A'd and stuff. And, yeah, yeah. and and Nicky turned up. He was, you know, in a shirt and trousers or whatever. The the Canio comes in bronzed, you know, Ray, you know, the expensive Ray Bans, <laughs> beautiful suit, beautiful jacket, scarf, and he went. Pally, you look like a million dollars. And he just turned to him and goes, I always dress up for my family. That's it. That's it. That's it. Love him. Absolutely love him. Oh, no, yeah. And yeah, that's he... it. And it's, it's so true. You can just imagine him saying that as well. I, I, he's, he's, I don't know. It, I would have loved us to have had a punt on him as manager. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what would have happened. But, uh, you know... I. I think he'd be a bit like when we had Zola and you hear them stories of Zola being like the best player in training. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine that he would demand so much from players. So that might be why he's not managing like much anymore. I know he had done it for a few years, but there was times where I thought, cool, I'd love to have him as a manager. Well, we say, Just to I, see what it'd be like. Are you right? Because I was saying that, yeah, that you'd like the charismatic managers on the touchline he would be the most charismatic manager oh. of all time you know and uh yeah no i don't think i could have him i don't I've, it'd be a bit like dream team do you have a dream team on sky yeah. one yeah. it'd be yeah. like that it'd be yeah. a soap opera something happening every yeah. day with paolo but, uh, <laughs> so on telly right nah, he, was, he was unbelievable, he was, yeah, unbelievable. He was an amazing player um who's he going to partner up front for the base um he's going to partner a player that 
again, this was this was quite a tough choice um, because I didn't see the best of Tony Cotty. No, me neither. He obviously had a good couple of years when he came back. Yeah. Um, a couple of my mates who I spoke to about this, they they sort of went a couple of years before me, so they got a couple of years out of him as well. Um, so it would be out of him. I also liked it when we signed Ian Wright. Yeah. Now, um, he obviously weren't there for that long, but the connections with my family, uh, we'd all, yeah, my, awesome. my brother would always be, he'd have the VHS on of Arsenal, or I'd have the West Ham one. And, and when I was a kid uh, playing football, Ian, for me, Ian Wright was just the perfect player. Mm, mm. Uh, so when we signed him, and he obviously still banged a few goals in, yeah. I went up to Hillsborough for his debut, but uh, the person that I'm going to put in is Johnny Artson. Yeah. Um, just for the fact of the season where, unfortunately, he didn't get the golden boot, yeah. um, which, I, I, you know, it's a shame he didn't. But coming into the side in 96, 97, him and Kitson, you just saw we needed someone like him. Oh, yeah. Oh, Big, yeah. strong. I remember when he, he basically put Sol Campbell in the net for that goal against Spurs. You know, and you thought to yourself, we've got we've got a player here that yeah we, we can play and it, we can play to his strengths. And as I say, he he just for me in the air and things like he was just a, a really gifted footballer. Yeah, totally. But at the aggression, you know, oh, and you. I mean, I was sitting. Uh, I think it's probably why he didn't get it at the end of the season where he got banned, but where he had that bust up with Stimach, you know, yeah. and I just, I weren't that far from where he'd done it and he just caught you, he's like someone you, you, I thought he could have a good old round back in the day. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but for me, having a few Welsh ties as well, it was good to yeah. have him there. Um, when I was playing football, I was a number 10 and he turned up and got the number 10 and just watching him score the goals that he did, especially some, a couple of, I remember one goal in, uh, we beat Aston Villa and he, Worthington Cup yeah. and he scored a header in that unbelievable header Timmy Breaker down the wing whips it in and Artson was on the edge of the box and it just goes in the top corner he just and again it's a shame how it ended up with him but again we did get good money for him we did, and that's that's what he said he said you know I had good years, <coughs> they got good money out of me you know and you know I and everywhere he's beat he went to he was like there was some sort of transfer record so yeah. when he went from Luton to Arsenal, he was the most expensive teenager. Then he was our most expensive player when we signed him. He was Wimbledon's most expensive player when they when he signed <coughs> him. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, he could he could have it. I mean, he was an absolutely lovely bloke. But he, you know, you, you go back and look at the video. Look at the size of his forearms. Honestly, his forearms about two of my arms put together. <laughs> he's just he's he's worked out so much. He's he's incredible. But um, yeah. And, but, and you know, also I'd, I'd have to say what he's been battling and things like that. You of know, course, incredible man. Uh, I've, I've watched a lot of interviews of that and the ones that he has spoke about West Ham and. Oh, he's brilliant. You know, mm. he, he just he's another one. He, he seems like quite a humble fella, and mm. you know. It, it, but at the time when we had him, um, it's a shame we haven't we haven't got someone that has got a golden boot because I thought we thoroughly deserved it that year. Mm. Uh, you know, just the. The one game that always stands out for me. Maybe this is the one I should have said about my memories, even though it's a bit of a bad one. But when Arsenal beat us in the cup on penalties, um, yeah. obviously 
he'd missed a penalty in the League Cup game and they knocked us out. And I remember when he scored and he was just going absolutely balmy when he scored. And, you know, you could see it actually meant so much to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he then missed a penalty in the shootout. But, um, you know, it, he was just a fantastic player for us, I thought. Yeah, he was. And, he, he and, talks... up, and also linked up with mentioning about Berkovich. Yeah. Up. Oh, definitely. And, you know, you mentioned that. You mentioned that Tottenham goal. And he, he did say in his, in his video about literally he just he was determined to get that ball and sell Campbell at the same time. And uh, and he, he got that feeling when he scored that goal and just the, the jubilation. But, uh, and also, you know, him and Kitson, they were just like, you know, again, in our in our sort of lifespan, we haven't had... We didn't have Cotty and McAvenny. They were the first partnership I remember as a duo. They came as a duo and played well as a duo and worked as a duo. And to be honest, probably not. We haven't had one since, really. I mean, Bellamy and Ashton was, was the idea, but never happened. Yeah, he's, we haven't you know, had that sort of duo since then. He, I think if he'd stayed fitter, Ashton, and obviously he got yeah. injured. I think he would be another one that would have been in a lot of people's teams or will be in a lot of people's teams. But I don't think we would have kept him for long. No, I don't think either. You know, we're we going back to what you're saying about these players that we have we have like sort of the, the players, we get, get them now and again. But unfortunately, when we get them now, they've they've gone. You know, there's, all, there's always, yeah, there's always, an, much, there's always an asterisk by their name, isn't it, really? So, you know, like... When when Pyatt was there, you're thinking he ain't going to be here for long. You know he's going to get snapped up, snapped back up again by someone. Um, and yeah, that that's always the the threat now, isn't it? Anyone who's even the academy boys, any decent academy boy that comes in, you're like, shit, how long are we going to have him for before he goes? Cause yeah, we've got that situation at the moment. Don't we? we do. It's, 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 the thing is that there's always going to be, you know, there's only a couple of clubs I'd say. You're in. totally right in the world that can probably not sell players. Yeah. You know, but for us, I mean, for me personally, I've watched all them players come through. They've all gone on to have brilliant careers. Yeah. You know, and there's always going to be a part of it that says where they started at West Ham. So, you know, you, I'm, I'm never one to stand in their way as such and, you know, the, the situation oh, yeah. with part of everyone booing him and all that. But, You've only got to look at the career these boys have had, and they deserve to go on and win. You know, Declan Rice, in my opinion, I, I, I don't know. Maybe we'll see, yeah, we don't know, do we? Yeah, that's the thing we don't know. But uh, it's like you're right. It's like you know. I think hopefully after all of this rubbish stuff that's been on in the world, that people might be a bit more not sympathetic. That's not the right word, but realistic. Do you know what I mean? It's like you know. Uh, you know the the young players, particularly today. You know the, the game's changed. Um, it's not about testimonials and ten years of the club and loyalty. And yeah, as we said before, if you get three years out of a manager, you've done well with that manager. You know, people assume there's this merry-go-round. And same players as well. Um, and yeah, you know, they've got a short career now, shorter than I think than before. In the eight, you know, the old, more experienced players, they were going. You know, Billy was forty-one when he retired. You know, yeah. and that was that was that was unusual. But most people were playing into the sort of thir- late thirties. Doesn't happen nowadays as much now. Um, and it's their job, isn't it? It's their job. And it's I think you know, it, the club will always be there. Players come and go, but the fans will stay. And and that's and that's what's important. Um, and yeah, it is what it is. Unfortunately, now the modern game. Yeah. yeah so I, Sometimes I I feel you're right in what you say. You know, the fair players come and go. And I just sometimes you 
you just want to have that bit of appreciation and you know mm. that's all we want sometimes yeah. from the players that leave it's yeah, but you know we all go back don't we that's the problem <laughs> we'll go back yeah exactly we'll, 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 we'll no, slow them off and then we know yeah, and then we'll there'll be back. Then another one will turn, you know, then there'll be a new player in and it'll be Bowen. And, you know, we're like, he's going to be a good player. He's awesome yeah. now. What's going to act shit? We're going to get 80 months. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's the West Ham way. There's always, there's always something. We never, I don't think we really appreciate players. It's always about, oh, when's he leaving? You know, Pyatt was amazing. It's brilliant. But when's, when's Man United going to buy him or Real Madrid or, you know, just because you know it's coming. But it's, it's, it's what we do in it. And we've had nothing to moan about for the last hundred or so days. So, you know, people look <laughs> so. But also on the other side of it, I, I'm, we've also had players that have never really been talked about that much who have been superb for the club. Oh, totally. Do you know what I mean? I could do, I could pick... I could pick another five 11s with players Easy. that everyone want to go. Oh yeah, he was he was good as well. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's you know this is what I like to say I like about this because everyone's got a different story about. They do, they do. Why they, they pick do. Um, um, You will get the majority that will pick three or four of the same players. Yeah, but, but that's natural. They were that good, and they were yeah. that good when they weren't they? So you know, it's, you're uh, totally right. And it's, it's natural, isn't it? And basically, everyone has their appreciate. As I said, yeah, when people ask about names on the back of the shirt, Ruddock was the last person I had in the back of my shirt. You know, it's like, fucking Neil Ruddock, you know what I mean? But it's, I used to love him. And I, yeah. I'm similar build to him, you know, not, or as, as Martin Allen said, he reminded him of, I reminded him of him. So <laughs> I was just like, well, hopefully when he was playing rather than now, but it doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, best thing, everyone has different opinions, you know, and I think some people really love a cult hero, really love the, the Razvan rats of these world and some yeah. people, you know, and that's what's great and everyone's got opinions. But um, Reese, mate, it's been brilliant, been brilliant chatting. Yeah, pleasure, and, and mate. Your, your, your little boy's done me. well for not, not stirring at all. He's done really well. I'll put a lock on his door, so it's probably been in here. It's only 18 months. Yeah. Reese has been great. Thank you so much for He's your time, mate. He's probably been listening to me, mate. That's probably what sent him to sleep. <laughs> There's a few coming up. There's a few coming up which you need the help. Um, but yeah, obviously, yeah, Karen do that rogue stuff. It's good fun. Uh, I love it. I love it. And uh, yeah, it's all good. And hopefully things will start getting better and we'll have some decent football to, to moan about in a couple of days' time. So, uh, <laughs> Fingers exactly. Yeah. Fingers and obviously, thank you to everyone for, for watching, you know, again every time but you know appreciate everyone's everyone's comments and and liking the videos and you know tweeting about it and stuff keep it coming because it's all about West Ham it's all about the community all about the family and that's what's important when it comes to it as we said players come and go but the fans don't that's going to be my new sign off I'm going to like that I'm going to do it there you go (laughs) so so for me and Reese, um take care everybody stay safe and see you again soon see you guys bye-bye Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.